Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 44. Yes, we still have a lost episode because last week we were supposed to have an episode like this. But as you'll find out in this podcast, and as you've probably heard already if you've listened to the last podcast, I've had some technical problems. Hopefully those are all behind me now and I'll be getting that hard drive fixed soon and I'll hopefully get all the stuff that I've lost back. Again, I talk about it later on in the podcast, but please, please, please have a listen. This is our just our general chat and catch up podcast. So you heard the news earlier this week. This one is just what we've been playing, what we're uh, watching, um, and also our Fantastic Five. So this week we are talking about The Boys, we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we're talking about Batman Arkham Knight, and we do a Fantastic Five all based on our favorite intros to TV shows. Hope you enjoy it. If you do, please make sure you follow us on all the social media. All the links to that will be in the description of this podcast, or you can just search The Geekatorium. Also, uh, jump onto our Patreon as well. We're going to have, especially when that last, that lost episode finally comes back to us, we'll be popping all a lot of content, like deleted content, lost content, all up onto Patreon, just exclusive for our subscribers on there. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. computer was it worth the stress oh my god can i tell you about my uh my miserable week of experience like i've told you like oh god how, have i actually said it on the pod well this is the thing we've got a lost episode now yeah you talk about it in the lost episode yeah you so we've do got, talk a, about it. got a lost episode i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a um previously on my mac and <laughs> But you know that all the pains that I've gone through, you know, obviously like the Mac just started dying. We had the issue that uh, that, that weekend where we took us, took us three days to record a podcast. <laughs> three days. When has it ever taken us three days to record a podcast? Like it just, it felt like on the, it was like the first day we sacrificed the podcast, waited two days and then it resurrected itself. I don't know. It was like <laughs> utterly ridiculous that it took us three days to record the podcast. And it was all my computer, like all of it, every time it was my computer, um, because not, not just your computer. One, one, one thing was your dog. <laughs> okay. We were, part of it was my dog and thankfully <laughs> my dog is okay. Um, but the fact that my dog's okay, I don't, I don't give a shit what happened to my dog now. <laughs> no, we're, we're not buying corn on the cob for a long time because yeah. he, he cannot resist that shit. Right, that is like doggy crack. Apparently, um, it's just like, yeah, I know it's gonna kill me. I'm gonna eat it anyway. Uh, so it's it's Isn't madness. With my wine, <laughs> very true. Um, but yeah, so my computer has been like, it was bad. It was like, it couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do like basically, I couldn't hold have more than two programs open at once, um, which was really bad. If I had like a a video call. If I had my streaming software open, so I had Streamlabs open, and if I had my gaming software to, so to to run my Xbox onto my Mac, and then I also had like Zoom or Discord open, my computer would just go, eh, nah, go away. It would just, and it would just crash. It would just die. And it, it was, it just, it came to a head. It was on a, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember now. Um, and... 
I got into, I got up in the morning and I switched the computer. I came down to switch the computer on. Now I never switch off the iMac. Like it's an iMac, so I've never switched it off because you don't need to per mm. se. Um, they kind of look after themselves. Um, so I, I left it on it and it came on. The first message was like, hey, on a second, this is weird. Um, it's coming up with my username login plus a guest login, which only happens if the computer has been off. Right, so I switch it on. I, I log in, and it goes. Last night, your com your computer was switched off due to an unknown error. I was like, "Are you actually kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> like, it just reset. It just it just decided overnight. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a problem. You have right? a suicidal computer. Oh my god! But you, <laughs> it offered itself. It did. It did. And so I came out, and I was just like all day. And then I was just, I was doing something. I was trying to do some stuff, and it was just it was just dying in the middle of trying to do it. And I was like, I've just had enough. I've had enough. And I was going to buy this computer. I was waiting to buy my new computer uh, till sort of October time. I was like, I just can't. If I want to continue doing all the stuff that I'm doing, I cannot use this computer. So I went out and just bought it. Hey, which yeah, was nice. ridiculous. Nice Thing is, though, in my old computer's defense, this is what I will say. This old computer was is a 2011 model. It's nine years old. Like it is done its service. It's done really, really well. And in fact, I reckon it could still get another four or five years out of it, people using it, especially if it's like, you know, just basic stuff. It's only because my needs have totally outgrown the capabilities yeah, of, of the machine. So I'm not surprised that it was like, it's basically like trying to ask a geriatric to run a marathon, right? Yeah. And that geriatric has no feet anymore. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just like, it was difficult. It was difficult to ask. Um, so I'm just, I got a new computer. I'm very happy. It works. I'm, I'm so happy for you. I'm very I'm so happy. happy I'm, I'm so, so happy. Your Twitch no, affiliate, you need to look the part. You need to have the gear. <laughs> I mean, look at me. <laughs> got the backlight going on here. I've got the, the fancy pop shield with the... I, I don't have the fancy mic. I've just got the good old trusty SM58, right? Uh, which, you know what? I will live and die on an SM58. <laughs> I've got an SM... I think it's an SM48. Mm. I think that's what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it literally said on the box, karaoke mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this auto tune do. built in. <laughs> <laughs> Although next week, I think I'll I'll have my pop shield and fancy stand Ooh. and everything next week. Is that Amazon? So, uh, yes, uh, I'll be I'll be I'll be ordering that then, uh, <laughs> and uh, looking more the part because what people can't see with the, when they watch us when we do this. Um, my microphones are on a pile of car my, well, I say microphone is on a pile of cardboard boxes held in place. Absolutely, is, I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I MacGyvered that shit, you know. Yeah, man, it's just proper. <laughs> it's proper hodgepodge. You can't get any better than that, and I love it. I love it. So I, I'm doing well because I've got my new computer. I'm very, yes. very happy. Um, yes. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm just. I'm, I'm a bit tired. Uh, it's it's been a full on week. Uh, Quizzes uh, were were still rammed, uh, which is kind of good, but also probably the reason that we're just heading into a second wave. Um, Surf's up. <laughs> surf is really up. Uh, and yeah, that's just been fun, uh, especially with uh, some of the regular quizzes. 
uh, they're, they're now coming for my quiz, which is very nice. But I sort of walked in the pub and this woman's like, there he is. That's the guy who wrote the Harry Potter quiz. It was really hard. <laughs> like, All right. Sorry. Jesus. Sorry, my question was, who played Harry Potter in the movie? <laughs> like, wait. Like, she could play. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, it was um, it was uh, Alan Rickman. Yes, yes. <laughs> I tell you, look, one of my quiz questions, I love this. Uh, it was a picture uh, where every, like, loads of faces merged together. So mm. it's Nymphadora Tonks. Yeah. Uh, it had like Bellatrix's eye, uh, Mad Eye Moody's other eye, uh, the mouth of Lupin. Oh my God. And Alan Rickman's nose, because it <laughs> is really the most recognizable part of him. It totally is. <laughs> And everyone got it. Brilliant. Like, except this, said, except this one Alan person. Rickman's nose. And I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> except this one person who said it was a really hard quiz. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you see those things uh, when, you, when you're doing a comedy gig and mm. everyone's laughing, but the one person that the comedian focuses on is the person, the person who looks miserable. Yes, yes. All the time. <laughs> it's one of the reasons, like, I'm like, do I really want to go back to performing <laughs> on the yeah. stage? I, what I like is, like, uh, doing all the stuff on Twitch. It's like, if someone's not paying attention, doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. If, like, if, as long as there's still a viewer number, I'm okay with that. Yes. So. <laughs> I, th- I mean, you should think like that when, you, when you're doing a natural live gig. It's like, we've got their money. <laughs> yes, they pay absolutely. to come in. Absolutely. I wish I could think like that. But you just, you do, you focus on that one negative person, um, which is just, yeah, oh, fuck them. The whole room is is loving you. But like, I remember doing one gig uh, and and the back row, the back row were laughing and going nuts. And I love it. People in the front row hated me. Absolutely hated me. I was like, can you guys swap seats? Can you? Yeah, I'm sorry for bringing along my family that day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. um, Life otherwise, you know, I I did. I'm a bit. One of the reasons why I'm tired, I I drank a lot of wine last night. A lot of wine. So the one I'm drinking now, you could consider to be hair of the dog. (laughs) What are you drinking right now? Uh, This is an Italian Merlot Rafosco blend. um, (laughs) And it is delightful. (laughs) I love that you said that it was. It is delightful. That makes yeah, me so is. happy. Is that the way that that's the way that you described it? That is, that is, <laughs> it's fruity. I, d- I don't want to go into the tasting notes. That'll be a different podcast. <laughs> the winatorium. The winatorium <laughs> or the, the, the vinotorium. The vinotorium. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So what yeah. what have you been watching this week? What have I been watching? So uh, the boys. Tell me you've been <sighs> catching up with the boys. Oh, no. that face of disappointment. I know I haven't been I haven't had a lot of time this week I'll be honest with you it's okay um, no 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 I, I, I've not watched a lot but The Boys is one of them mm. episode 5 I mean it's it, it, every episode is just ramping up a little more ramping up a little more one of the most brutal deaths I think I've ever seen not just on TV just ever seen wow I saw Wait, a man's how face many deaths in off. real life have you seen no well, no I mean I mean like movies <laughs> and everything and, you know, all the deaths I've ever seen in a you know especially mm. like I've watched all the Saw movies I've right, seen a right, lot right. of weird and strange deaths but the boys like seeing someone's face literally get ripped off oh my god it was absolute horror but like I'm just laughing I mean, just like, oh my god <laughs> 
I mean, you have seen Indiana Jones. Like, I don't have to remind you of the face, face melting. That's a face melting off. <laughs> That's a face. It's quite different. You've got to, you know, there's the, 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 the little details in the difference. <laughs> it's um, nuance. It's yeah, nuance. nuance. <laughs> but yeah, it was like someone getting grabbed from their ear. And I thought, oh, they're just going to have their ear ripped off. And it like, it's like, look, it's like, it was like watching someone take uh, wallpaper off the wall, <laughs> but with a face. Just a plaster over it later. It's fine. <laughs> There's a bit where someone walks past and you see the pile of skin that the face once was on the floor. You're like, oh, God. Oh, oh God. dude! I yeah, I don't know whether you're actually making me want to watch this anymore. I'm kind of like, well, here's here's a, here's a seller. Here's a seller for you um, that will, that will sell it. It has one of the greatest angry sex scenes I have ever seen. Not since 300: Rise of an Empire have I seen a sex scene this angry and hilarious. That's fantastic. <laughs> have yeah. you seen 300: Rise of an Empire? No, I I barely enjoyed Three Hundred. Oh, um, I like Three Hundred, but Three Hundred: Rise of an Empire. Genuinely, the the so uh, Eva Green is the, the 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 bad guy in that, and then this other guy, I forget his name, but he's the good guy. And there's a point where they meet up and they're sort of to discuss terms, but instead of just like debating stuff, they just start fucking. They just start fucking, and they're like fighting each other and punching each other whilst going at it. And then talking about what they're doing, but like still sort of grinding on each other. You're like, this is compelling. I, <laughs> it's, it's so good. And yeah, there's something like that in this week's episode of The Boys, where there's superhero fucking, and it's great. It's 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 funny, uh, and you're just like, yeah, I could believe that if I had powers and the person I was with had powers, we get freaky like this, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I liked cool. it. Yeah, it was good. So yeah. <laughs> Keep watching the boys. Episode five, brilliant. It's so, it's I really will good. keep. I will keep trying to watch the boys. I keep meaning <laughs> to get into it, but yeah, it's like anything else. Uh, well, yeah. So um, as I was uh, saying last week, I've been keeping up with my rewatch of the Venture Brothers. Ah, yes. How's that going? Really good. I got to my favourite episode, I think, um, which is the episode where they introduced the character Doctor Orpheus, and <laughs> Doctor Orpheus is a riff on Doctor Strange. Yes, yes, I remember you telling me this. Uh, and th- th- so th- the premise of the story, and what's great about this, it could almost be seen as a precursor of Doctor Strange and Tony Stark, because like Doctor mm. Venture is a man of science and Doctor Strange is a necromancer. So it- it's sort of that sort of argument between magic versus science. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Venture has built this device that brings pure joy. But Dr. Rolfius is concerned that there is something evil about this device. Uh, so a, cu- a few of the characters get trapped inside it. And he's just like saying, why would you put a lock on the inside in case of emergencies? He's like, Seri- he's like seriously, this thing is made for hanky-panky. You don't want someone walking <laughs> in <laughs> in the middle of that. So I thought, put the lock on the inside. Yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, what is this thing made of? I can't figure out how to switch this off he's like oh you know stuff <laughs> what stuff what stuff is it made of he's like well it's you know some wires electronics and an orphan he's like mm. a what like, an orphan he's like, an orphan he's like, your invention is powered by a forsaken child <laughs> Because oh, every time Dr. Orpheus speaks, it's like the most dramatic thing. The demons of went past. 
show yourselves and there's all this music and he's it's just I, I need to sit with you and watch this it's so funny Brilliant. so yeah I, I do watch that episode I think it's called Eeny Meeny Miny Magic is the okay cool the I, I'm, I'm gonna check it out I'm gonna have to check it out everyone it's keeps so recommending funny. it to me so I'm gonna have to check it out cool so yeah what have, uh, what have you been watching um, oh man, I, you know, <coughs> everything and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, continuing my uh, watch through of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we've just, um, you know, I just started the newest season. So, um, oh, season three I, now. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, they've just rescued um, uh, Gemma Simmons from the other planet. Um, which was incredible uh great sequence uh and this season like i I, you know what i actually realized it was the end of season two that i stopped watching because i don't remember any of the stuff that's happening now um and i'm really enjoying it it's really good um all the characters are just like a little bit more rounded now there's the they've kind of it's just, it's just it, they've just become their own thing and it's really really fun um so i'm really enjoying that right now uh really curious about where it's going to go um i know it's gonna i know there's i know ghost rider comes into it later on and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to that uh so it's, it's just it's yeah it's the, for me it's like watching something new for everyone else it's like for fuck's sake Karanza, catch up right <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, but, so you've seen when she goes. She's, so you've done the thing. What was it like? Uh, Seventy-two days or four hundred and thirty hours or something? Is the yeah, name of the episode. I, I can't remember what the name of the episode was, but I know that the so the, the the last episode I watched is that she just turns around to Bobby at the end and is like, "I need to go back," and you're just like, oh, "Why?" So that was really cool. So I really, I've, I've really, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's it's so much better than I remember it. Like so much better. I don't know why I stopped watching it the first time. So I'm really excited to to continue watching that. Um, I'm hoping, like, because currently season seven is on air. I think it's getting uh, aired. Yes, I think season seven, the final season. Yeah. yeah. So you know, but that's not on Disney Plus yet. So nope. I'm hoping that's not going to take too long to get on Disney Plus. But then hopefully when it does, that gives me a bit of time to get excited about some stuff that I haven't seen and be be along be on the same. Page as most people, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we'll you're see. watching it and giving it a chance because I think I think too many people. I mean, obviously, it carried on. Uh, enough people watched it so it could carry on, so that's a mm. good thing. But I think mm. a lot of people. Like, I I know how you you have felt in the first season. Like when I was watching, I was like, I was like, this is this is. I know it's Marvel and MCU esque, but it feels Disney. There was yeah. something very Disney about it. It felt a bit, dare I say it, cheap at times yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, it just felt like there wasn't a lot of effort or money gone into it. It just felt a little bit haphazard. Um, but no, it's it's totally turned around. Um, I'm really, really enjoying it. So that's, that, that, yeah, that, that's the main thing I've been watching. Obviously, I've still been watching The Simpsons because yeah. why not? I'm on season 27 now. Flipping I've it. just started season 27. Like I, I Googled it like, it was like that. This is now. I'm into now 2016, right? Still, These are still four years away. I know it's still four <laughs> years away. Like I, I, I'm wondering if like there's like going to be the optimism of this season 
And then by the end of the season, because it's like everything that happens in 2016, it's just going to be really depressing from now on. I'm wondering if it's... You remember that episode of Futurama where Fry drinks 100 coffees and everything slows down? Is yes. that going to be something like that with you and that, like, your 500th episode of The Simpsons where, like, you're able to understand the universe? Mate, I am past <laughs> 500 episodes. Wait till I hit 600 episodes. That's what it's like. It's incredible, though. But, like, as I said to you before, like, I actually think... As it's going on now, it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. There's been more episodes that I've been enjoying going, this is really fun and this is really clever and really, really funny. I've just watched an episode uh, where oh, uh, I'm, in, I'm midway through it, actually. I, I stopped it just before coming on to here. Um, uh, it was uh, Homer has narcolepsy. Uh, just to trying to, exp- trying to explain why he's always asleep and always falling asleep. It's because he's got narcolepsy, obviously. But the best part is it's like the joke's... like. This is why this is what I've loved about this season and like and also early Simpsons is that it will set up a premise Homer has narcolepsy or Homer uh Homer gets fat you know yeah. what I mean and it will then introduce that's not the main joke the main joke or the main story actually is a result of that thing yeah so you know um and then, like, so in this one, Homer has narcolepsy, but then he starts using his narcolepsy as an excuse not to do anything, right? right so, he, right. so he ramps up his laziness, to which pushes Marge to breaking point. And there's just this beautiful moment, like, he kicks him out of the house, uh, and he phones her to say, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, look, Marge will always take me back, no matter what I do." And he phones her, and her, her voicemail is like, "Hi, this is the voicemail of Marge Bouvier." And it's like, oh, oh, cold. But it's like, it's, yeah, it's like that moment of realization from this. It's really, it's really good. It's like, that it's well, really good. it's yeah. really well, it's actually. Actual stakes, you know. And actual stories and characters again, like, rather than just zaniness. So I'm really enjoying The Simpsons again. And I think everyone should definitely give it a go from sort of season 25 onwards and just see that actually there's, you know, the, the current set of writers, um, are strong there's diamonds Very, in the rough oh absolutely so i think it's uh, quite interesting how you're talking about uh that you're watching something with narcolepsy and this is the third sitcom this week because i've yeah. watched two other sitcoms this week that have had narcolepsy in their storylines really and then you're telling me about narcolepsy in the simpsons it's like <laughs> what is it that um, is this why i'm tired is this why i'm feeling so tired jesus is in modern family where yep. Phil Dunphy um, <laughs> ends up getting narcolepsy uh, from from being caught out. He thinks he's going to get caught out uh, over like lying to his wife. I remember really that episode. Out. Yeah, uh, and then also in Scrubs, where there's mm. a there's a patient who has narcolepsy when he's aroused, and Carla's really annoyed because he won't fall asleep around her, and she's feeling really mm. unattractive. Until he says, he says to her, he's like, but I don't find you attractive. And she's like, why? He says, because you remind me of my sister. And she's like, but I'm not your sister. And he passes out. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, narcolepsy. Hot topic at the moment, right? Proper is. It is. But there is, but there is one other thing that, I, I, again, I, I talked about it. Uh, I talked about it in the lost episode. <laughs> I've talked about it over the last few weeks as well. Uh, but just back to you know on the on the topic of Scrubs that you just brought up. I love Scrubs. Yeah. Who yeah, doesn't? Yeah, yeah. And of course, Bill Lawrence created that. Um, but I'm watching Bill Lawrence's new creation. Still continuing to watch that. Uh, Ted Lasso. Ooh. This just week on week just gets better and 
better. I, I just can't explain. And this week, like you watch the episode, it's a, it's, it's a show about football, about a football club. This last episode didn't feature a single minute of football being played. Interesting. Okay. Right. But what it did, but it, what it did do is just be absolutely wonderful and heartwarming. Like it's just. This is the thing. It's not like a it's like Scrubs is laugh a minute. Like it's just hilarious all the way through. Um, obvious jokes, blah blah blah, and then it has those moments of depth and warmth yeah. and you know character and parts of those. Uh, Ted Lasso's a lot more of a a lovely uh, comedy. Like it's not laugh out loud all the time. There's some really funny bits in it, and but there's not huge amounts of like this is an obvious joke or here's a cutaway or whatever. It's just very good stories, very funny characters, but very warm characters. You lead to, but what it, it does, and I would say actually does better than Scrubs, is those moments of depth and moments of warmth. Like, it's just wonderful. There's, a, there's two characters in it right now. So there's um, uh, the player who's, who used to play for Chelsea. He's an old Champions League winner, uh, but he's in his 30s. He's coming to the end of his career. And, and basically all he's got for him right now is that he's angry all the time right his legs are going he's not as good as he used to be you know but he's the captain of the team um and there's this uh like this girl who's a he's, he's a wag as a professional wag essentially she's been a wife one of the girlfriends of like several footballers and so on and so forth um and so she's but she's in her 30s as well so she's kind of like you know getting past that sort of thing and these two are going to get together uh, these, two, you know, he's been teasing for that, and there's just this wonderful scene where he's totally messed up because he's not good at opening up, and they they, they both admit to each other it's because they they've they they always do one night stands. That's how they've always had their relationships. It's a series of one night stands. Um, so he's never really had been honest with someone before, and there's this beautiful moment, as I say, a beautiful scene where he goes to be honest with her, um, and it's inside the, um, the 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 press briefing room. So she makes him sit up on the press briefing and pretends to be members of the press to get him to open up more. Oh. And it's really sweet and it's really, really well done. Um, and it's it's just such a wonderful show. It's, it sounds very Bill Lawrence, that kind of yeah, thing. It sounds yeah, like something absolutely. that would be in Scrubs or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's just, I think it is what we need is is the show we need in 2020 because it's yeah. just such a sweet loving show and it just makes you feel good about the world so yeah very nice that's what cool. I've been watching. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, what nice, have nice. you been? Uh, what have you been playing this week? I haven't been playing an awful lot. I've got to be honest. Apart from the, you know, the we'll, mm. we'll talk about that in a bit. We'll talk about that in a bit. Otherwise, you know, Bricks Ball Crusher has, has come <laughs> back to my life. You're back on that a little bit, but um, it's 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 gotten wise to me. It's gotten wise to me. It's taken away. Has it become sentient? Kind of. I think so. Um, one, it, it gave me uh, new balls without me even buying it. It just was like, hey, have these fancy new balls. Uh, and I was like, oh, these, these are really nice balls. We can edit this in a really weird way, couldn't we? But oh, the way <laughs> I'm going to edit this. I mean, like, I might not even, like, I, I might not even edit. I just might clip that for my own personal use. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like, this week's podcast is just Matt saying balls for two hours. Balls, 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 balls. No, that's <laughs> going to be my Twitch stream uh, on Monday. <laughs> you got a Twitch in your balls. Uh, anyway, 
so so what's happened? Because you know, as I said, like the, yes, it has a, a problem with its ads. But what I do, if I'm at home and I'm on Wi-Fi, I don't care. So I'll be sort of playing the game while watching something on TV. So I'll just be playing, let an ad play, and I can just ignore the phone for a moment and then come back to it when the ad's finished. Mm. Uh, and it would be a very good way of, uh, like, if, if I'm losing, and it's like, do you want to continue? If you want to continue, play an ad. Otherwise, start again. So I'm like, oh, I'll put an ad on then, fine. And then, but it's gotten wise, and it's no longer giving me the option for an ad. <laughs> It's just stopped. It's like, uh-uh, no. You've got to pay now. <laughs> it's like, you've got to buy these diamonds if you want to. I was like, no, I'm not doing that now. Oh, so my I'm God. playing it a little less. I was playing it more, and now I'm playing it less. Uh, another game I started replaying on my phone is uh, Countdown. Okay. As in the TV show Countdown. No. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I've been playing my word games and doing my maths. Yeah, Love it. Because I am a nerd. Yes, uh, you I'm not a are. Very, I'm not a very good nerd. I'm not a great mathematician. Thankfully, the, the phone does most of the actual calculating for me. <laughs> I just have to try and do it quickly. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. But the game's really good. And I like, uh, there was some, it, it frustrates me that it turns out that like, because uh, I'm like, there's no word here. There's no word here. And then it's like, you know, you can have this word. And it turns out to be the Italian word for grandmother. And I'm like, that's not from the English dictionary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's from the Italian dictionary. Why? Why are you giving? No. <laughs> what about the uh, the English Italian in, in, in dictionary? That's where um, you know English people go to Italy on holiday and just add O to the end of every word. I think I've realised though that countdown is probably the reason why Brexit happened. So, <laughs> <laughs> people like me getting really angry, going, "That's not an English word." <laughs> also, when you give people thirty seconds to vote, they don't really have a lot of time to think it through, do they? Um, Brilliant. Oh, dude! But I, um, the yeah. other game, the other game. Yeah, it's we 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 got to we got to play online together again, man. We did, and it was awesome. Did you enjoy it? Did I did. You enjoy, it was. Did you enjoy was, your first experience of Twitch? I did. I enjoyed my first Twitch experience, uh, and it was a game that I'd played a long, 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 long time ago. And mm. to to be back behind the wheel. Um, <laughs> It was in, Rocket League. It was Rocket, Rocket League. League. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I used to be really good at that game. And then the first yeah. game we played together, we lost 8 0. <laughs> yeah, we did not do well on that. Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I know what happened. We just haven't, yeah, but it was. Um, we got excited. Was, That's what happened. We weren't concentrating. When Once we started concentrating, we did get better. Yeah, yeah. It's, so this is the thing. Like, when I'm, when I'm running, like, my whole Twitch channel thing is like, I don't want to be like, I'm not a good gamer. I'm not. I know that. I know there are people like I watch them and go, "How did you do that?" And especially in Rocket League, you just mm. go like, "I do not understand how you got the ball from there, from that position up there." Do not understand. I don't know how. Did, how, how? How are you flying upside down? Yeah, I, no, there's proper like hovering that you can do. Like, I've <laughs> seen people like the way they can control their jumps and like actually yeah, yeah. being like a rocket. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. So that's why, like, when I tell I, I, I tell people up front when they come onto my Twitch, it's like I am a very average gamer. In fact, maybe slightly below average. <laughs> I am just here because I'm enthusiastic, <laughs> and just just enjoy that, enjoy that. But it also means like I talk a lot through when I'm streaming. Um, so I actually 
uh, miss out on things. Like maybe there's like an important instruction that's been told to me and I miss it. Or like, like I get distracted because I'm talking a lot. And that's what, that's what happened to us, wasn't it? We were, we were talking a lot. We were excited to be talking to each other and being able to play this game online together and stuff like that and be on, and, and, and had the chat on Twitch and stuff like that. Um, meant that we weren't very good. Yeah, but and, and, but and the fact that I'm still blown away by the cross-platform. I, I, yes. I'm, I'm, it, I, I know to some people it's like, yeah, that's, this is, there's, there's some people now where it's their norm. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Beginner yeah. gamers, like, that's their norm. Like, for us, it's like, you know, the idea of, say, me having a Nintendo and you having a Sega and then we'll be able to play the same game, that was unheard of. And now we got Xbox and PlayStation and Steam and PC all able to play the same game with each other now. It's absolutely that's impressive. Madness. It's really cool. It's very, very cool. Um, it makes a huge difference. And it's like, because that's ultimately all you want to do with games. It's like, I, I miss playing games with my friends. Like, this is like the NES and uh, the N64 and stuff were so, so good because um, you had the multiplayer option. Like in the N64, four players on one screen, split screen. Amazing. And I miss that. I miss that we, um, I miss that to a degree because uh, I do feel like um, playing online sometimes takes away uh, that playing together and replaces it with playing against each other. Yeah. And it's usually playing with strangers. Whereas this, like Rocket League, it's like, it doesn't matter that you've got an, uh, a PlayStation, I've got an Xbox, we're playing together. And that's, I, I love that. I yeah, absolutely love it's that. It's been great. So we're going to do more of that. Um, so I think what will eventually happen is we'll do the... Um, when we both got the money and the time, we'll probably do the Avengers. Yes. Oh God, yeah, I need to buy the Avengers. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I actually. But I mean, no, I've got to complete Jedi first. Let me complete Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I waited a long time to play it, and I've played it, and I'm enjoying it. But I, I shouldn't like go. Oh, I'm going to get a new game now. No. <laughs> no. 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 Be disciplined. Um, however, being a Twitch affiliate, it's like I have the excuse to buy new games. It's tax deductible now. <laughs> tax deductible. <laughs> I can I can beg for it on my channel, and it seems like I'm being nice. No, uh, it's <laughs> but it's good. Surely you could put it on like like there's the thing now with people uh, Amazon wish lists. Yes, yes, absolutely. People do actually do that. Mm. Um, I don't think I'm quite there yet. Uh, I haven't got the followers or the subscribers yet to be able to do something like that. But maybe one day maybe. we'll see. Maybe, but I yeah I think it's very cool. Welcome to Twitch. Uh, yeah. So you you are now planning on your own channel. I am. Well, I've, I've, it's Fiendish Geek is uh, what my Twitch is called. Uh, Fiendish Geek, uh, and yep. uh, I, I believe my first series will be the Last Guardian. I'm going to do a full playthrough of that just to show you uh, how crippled uh, it makes me emotionally. And after that, uh, I will, the next game after that, I've already got the first two games planned out. It'll be The Last Guardian and God of War 3. Yeah. That'll be the next Wicked. one. Because then I, I need to heighten up the, 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 the masculinity on my uh, channel. Yes, of course. Yeah, after, absolutely. You, know, you, can't, you can't let anybody think that you're uh, not a man. No, uh, exactly. Because you know. toxic masculinity and all that. So, Jesus, yeah. Kratos is probably the most toxic of the masculinities. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I look forward to seeing your streams. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, what, what else have uh, you been playing at the moment? Um, so uh, I've been playing some Rocket League, uh, if you didn't know. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Rocket League, um, which is it's kind of my go-to just sort of like quick game. I quite, you know, it, you don't have to think about it. It doesn't require a lot of skill if you want to just enjoy it. Uh, yeah. So I, I enjoy that. Um, but there are two games I've been playing this week. So one is revisiting a game that I love. Um, and one is a brand new game, uh, a brand new game to me that I should love. Okay. <laughs> so, first one is revisiting uh, Civilization. Like, so basically, what's happened now in my life is that if I'm gaming, um, it's on Twitch, yeah. right? I've I've kind of stopped gaming offline. I get it. Um, yeah. Because there's there's kind of no point. It's like I might as well if I'm playing games. Like I might as well be streaming this on Twitch. But because I do my Twitch streaming on certain days, it means I'm only really playing games on certain days now. I'm not playing every day like I used to, um, which is good for me. It's yeah, better. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the first one is uh, on Wednesday, uh, I streamed out live. I was doing uh, Civilization Five. Um, Five, which, Jesus. yeah, which we spoke about, uh, civilization. Um, you know, I talked about, about civilization three. We did speak about, Civ yeah, we, yeah, we put, I put Civ three in his past, but I've got Civ five on my computer. Um, and you know what? Oh, I just love the civilization games. I just really, really love them. It's slow to start, but I just know that at one point it's just going to ramp up and I just can't wait. And I'm playing it on the hardest possible setting. So I'm, I've never played it as high as a setting as I've played it. So it's going to be interesting to see how I deal with it. I'm already struggling in terms of like points, but like it's going to be harder later on when it's like, when do, when does warmongering Gandhi come along? Uh, <laughs> It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Now, the other thing I've been playing, which is the game that I should love, um, is Batman uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. Now, I'd started it ages ago, and I did speak to you about it ages ago, but this Ooh. time I was like, I went, I revisited it. I'm going to be playing it every Monday uh, on my Twitch um, for, you know, a good two, three hours. I'll be playing it on there and just chatting and stuff like that. I should love this game. It's Batman. I've loved the, I loved uh, Arkham City. I loved Arkham Asylum. I never touched Arkham Origins, and apparently I was good not to do that. It was uh, fine. It was yeah. it was fine. But Arkham Knight is and and I've I went on and I read the reviews for it. I went onto Wikipedia and read the reception and stuff like that. It's like oh wow, this has got amazing reviews. This is like supposed to be like pretty much one of the, the like the best game of the series. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it's the Batmobile, isn't it? It's the Batmobile. I can't, <laughs> I can't stand the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a stupid fucking Batmobile. Was like, it specifically oh. a Riddler race that you might be getting a bit annoyed at? No, this is like oh. early. This is early in the game. This is like, I had to like, um, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Is I don't it the like tank the mode you don't like. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's so difficult to control when you're in there. It's like, and then you're trying to aim at the same time as trying to hold it in this position and move around at the same time. It's like, this is way too difficult for what it should be. A little uh, tip for you: there is cause so so uh, you. I know what you mean. You got to hold the left trigger to hold it in the tank position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I think uh, you can go into the settings and you can do it. So you press it once and it goes into tank, and press it again, it goes back. So I'm going to try and that. find that setting, and if yeah, that is a setting that's restricted, then that might might improve the game. But then it's also mm. the fact that it's you've got to move and shoot at the same time, but everything is so slow but too fast. It, I, I, I actually, you know, because as you know, I replayed all of them over lockdown. Yeah, uh, and I found myself enjoying the combat with the tank, with the mm. with the Batmobile tank thing. 
Uh, I didn't enjoy when you'll, you'll get there later. There are actually, bizarrely, stealth missions with the tank. Where How can are, you be stealthy? There are other tanks driving around and you've got to sort of hide behind buildings and follow the them around and get them while they're not looking at you it's yeah it's it's yeah it's stealth games but with tanks it's it sounds great like having someone describe it's like yeah they're stealth missions but with tanks that sounds impossible let's get it done and it's it, it's it's not very good it's not very good look I, I, tank aside like the rest of the game is beautiful it's got that atmosphere mm -hmm. of Arkham there, it's ramped up the, like I mean obviously it's the same idea of a, a city uh, where like this a section of Gotham has been taken over mm -hmm. and you've got you know you can just swing through the streets and oh there's a crime uh, oh there's people trying to take you out I like that I, I, I'm enjoying that right um, you know I'm getting annoyed at myself for forgetting that detective mode is a thing um, and <laughs> It's, it's it's there's little things like because like obviously the mechan like the actual controls haven't changed that much uh, in terms of how to play the game. It's just annoying that I've forgotten how to play the game a lot because it's been so long since I played City. Um, but so like on the whole, it's like I'm finding the game a bit meh. I am enjoying parts of it. Like I've already like we've already got into the bit where it's like the Joker is inside him. Cool, excellent. Be because of the blood transfusion thing. Yeah. So we you know we've met all the other four. Um, that would be, and Gordon was like, where's the fifth one? And it, you know, it was like, oh, he'll turn up soon. And you're like, oh, it's Batman. Mm -hmm. And then, and then like, and then you, you go into the mission and like, cause obviously it's that, that's the reveal from when the Joker appears in the, uh, Ace Chemicals. So it's already, he's already starting to go a little bit crazy. Like Joker's starting to appear and it's like, oh, this is, this is cool. Like, I like this idea of playing around with it. Um, it's, 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 there's a lot of it that I do want to like a lot but i just hate the batmobile also the other thing that i don't like is like it feels like there's a lot of doing stuff for the sake of making the player do something such as what do you mean um so the Oh, the canisters. Uh, when you've got to try and stop the explosion in Ace Chemicals, you've got to move them extremely slowly into... Oh, yeah. Well, that, that, that doesn't happen very often. And I get... I understand that because, for, for instance, that scene, that particular scene, because he's saying goodbye, he's expecting to die in that moment. And he's saying goodbye to Alfred. And Alfred's like, oh, my God, like, this is it. Like, Batman's going to die. And you're doing it very slowly, and you're doing it very slowly. And then at the very last minute, Joker appears. Joker, yeah, yeah. And then th I think it just added to the tension of that scene. I get, I, uh, I get the frustration, but I, I yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I got more frustrated with it than I did enjoying the tension. If I'm being <laughs> completely honest, okay. Um, and you know, it, it does feel like there's a lot of like now do this, now do this, now do this, so you can do this small thing. And it's like, oh, and maybe it's just because I'm at the beginning of the game, so mm -hmm. it's just trying to you know, hold my hand as I sort of get back to grip the mechanics. But and I guess like I, I, that's annoying me because I'm so used to the game mechanics in the past. I just want to get on with the game, playing the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, maybe I'll get over it. But the point is I'm going to be playing that every Monday night anyway. So hopefully I'll be able to report back something a lot more jolly. I get I get where you're coming from in that. Yes, it, it's certainly you're in still not tutorial sort of mode, but kind of in tutorial mode you're still getting to grips with it because there's so much of the game left to do yeah yeah absolutely four percent i'm four percent of yeah. the game so i know there's lots for me to do so but if you hate if you hate the batmobile now 
wait until you start doing the Riddler challenges. Because oh, he purposely, he, 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 there's like three race courses that you have to do for Riddler. One of them, oh my God, y- you will hate anything Batman related by the end of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it may put you off Batman forever. But no, well, no, ba- <laughs> Batman <laughs> forever put as me I off Batman. It, as I said it, I went, oh my God. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's, yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. So, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Shall we do a Fantastic Five? Fantastic Five point two? Fantastic Five. Fantastic. Here we go. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. Excellent. So, um, yeah, let's 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 do this again. Yes. <laughs> let's do this again. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it word for word, <laughs> like I did last. I don't. Time. I don't. I don't think it matters. Like, let, let, let's give a little bit of context. Obviously, the the lost episodes, Fantastic Five, we did. Um, I really enjoyed it as a Fantastic Five, and I really think it needs to be heard. And like, I don't know if when I'm going to get the original recordings back. I know how to fix my heart. Right. I do. I need, I need to put some context on this, don't I? Yeah, let's do it. Put the context in. So I got my brand new computer um, and I was setting everything up and I plugged in my, I put what I thought was the right plug into a USB hub that I owned that I hadn't plugged in since I moved into my new house. Turns out it wasn't the right plug. I plugged in my hard drive and it died. So I have a two terabyte hard drive that just external hard drive and it just died like that. It wouldn't switch on. I was like, okay. So I tried plugging it into one computer, my new computer, and it kept like directly into my new computer and it kept going. Ah-ah. So I plugged it into my old computer thinking maybe it's just a compatibility issue. Not that. Tried plugging it into a Windows machine, which somehow I have one of them. Um, and even that went, no, not going to work for you, mate. And I was like, what? This is, um, this is very worrying. Um, so I did all of that, and uh, I then a friend of mine was like, "Okay, th- I, I was like, I'm gonna have to pay like four hundred pounds for data recovery because this is five years of videos, audio, podcast records, material, all on this one hard drive. Five years work, yeah, gone." Yeah. So I was panicking, thinking I'm gonna have to pay like four hundred pound plus for data recovery. Our friend was like, "Buy a new uh, enclosure, stick it in the new enclosure, that'll work." So I bought a new enclosure, stuck it in. Took out the hard drive, put it in the new enclosure. Did not work. Ah. Still did not work. Uh, so I resigned to the fact that I was like, I'm probably going to lose all my data. This is it. Or I'm going to have to pay X amount. And then I Googled something online. I was like, I can't hear anything when the drive's, uh, when the drive's plugged in. There's no noise coming out of it whatsoever. It's a hard drive. It's, a, it's not a hard disk drive. It's not a, a solid state drive. So you should be able to hear a whirring yeah. if it was still working but it was completely dead. So I read on and something said, someone said somewhere that the issue is probably the circuit board that controls the actual hard drive itself, a PCB. Um, So I took it off and lo and behold, there was one chip that was burnt out. Like literally burnt out. You could see it from using the wrong plug. So I put too much power through the hard drive and that one chip saved my hard drive because that burnt instead of my the actual disk like blowing yeah, yeah, up. 
Um, so I have a hot on currently I have a two terabyte disc that has our original recording of last week's three day epic podcast. Um, and has a lost episode, which once I get this hard drive, I'm going to be ordering a new PCB uh, next month. It'll take another month for it to arrive. Um, but once it arrives, I will hopefully be able to get my drive working again. Um, and we will re-release the, uh, the, the lost, episode. lost episode. And I'll probably, I might even still stick the Fantastic Five as part of it anyway, so people yeah. can hear the first version of it. Um, and maybe what we'll do with the lost episode is release it exclusively on our Patreon. That's a nice idea, ooh, yes. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. So you can check it out on there. So this is the Fantastic Five that we were supposed to do uh, last week. Yes, uh, oh. and let me sort of explain why we're doing this particular Fantastic Five. Uh, so so what we were talking about uh, in this Fantastic Five is best TV show intros. Uh, now, the reason why I chose this is because I was watching The Boys, and as you, you know, listeners of the, the, the most recent episodes would have known that I've also watched uh, Umbrella Academy. And mm. whilst those are two brilliant shows, they don't have intros. They don't have intros. They just have a scene and then the title appears. And whilst that's nice and you can do that in a very arty and creative way, it, there's something about an intro for a TV show. It sets a tone. It sets a mood. And, you know, if it's got a good theme tune, all the better, you know? Yep. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. So this is our top five intros. Yes. Um, so I will go first. So you go first. I get I'll go first, and that way you can you you can be number one last. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Are you ready? So my number five yeah. um, is uh, Dexter. It's not very geeky, but it's Dexter. It's a good okay. Show. It's a very good show, um, which ironically I haven't watched a lot of. I've only seen <laughs> the, the first season. I haven't seen the. the so the my my wife is more of a fan of Dexter than I am. I think it's okay. I I think it's decent, but it's not one that I want to watch day in day out. Um, but. I do love the intro to it. I love that intro because a good intro to a TV show will tell you exactly what a TV show is about. Yep. And this one does this. It tells you everything you need to know about the character of Dexter, how clean and precise he is. Yeah. And I love that it's it uses imagery of him doing a normal morning routine, but makes it look like a serial killer. Yeah. And it's just wonderful. And even the music, the theme tune is so identifiable. And it's kind of like this weirdly darkly but cheery theme tune, you know? And I really, really, really like it. So that's my number five. It's a good number five. Okay. Thank you. Only, only up from here. Uh, my one, uh, my number five is Westworld, but specifically Westworld season one, because they have mm. done different ones uh, for the last couple yes. of seasons. Uh, every season's been slightly different. But season one is particularly good uh, because... It, it, again, it just sets the tone. Uh, the, the music is brilliant. It's the same guy who did the music for, for, for Game of Thrones. Mm, uh, but mm. the intro itself, it's, it's sort of showing you as like something that looks so real but turns out to be artificial. So it, you'll see like a horse running. Uh, and then as the camera pans, you see that it's actually the back, the back end of the horse is actually mechanical and robot. Uh, and then you're seeing like a person's face and like half of it is, uh, you know, robotic. And but the best part about it, because obviously the show is about robots that are becoming self-aware. Mm, there's this wonderful mm. bit of like these skeletal hands playing the piano. Uh, and then as the uh, as the intro goes on, the hands move away and the piano is now playing itself. And it's it's just again, it sets that tone of like these are things controlled by something 
that are now controlling themselves. They don't need us wow. anymore. It doesn't need... And it, it's just... It's a very subtle image, and it just... It works and sets the tone for the show so brilliantly. Uh, and the whole intro is, is great, but that, that little element of the piano playing is the thing that's like, yeah, this is great. Fantastic. Great show. I've not seen Westworld myself. Um, I know you, you're going to say it. I need to see it. Got it. Everyone got says it. it. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, uh, that sounds like a really good intro. Uh, uh, yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah. Good shout. Good shout. What's your number four? My number four is for the Brits among us. Because the, the point of this podcast was a British point of view of the geeky news, really, mm-hmm. wasn't it? That's the mm-hmm. point of this. So I have gone for a British intro. Um, and it's so, and specifically season three, on a uh, series three, sorry, series three <laughs> onwards of this show. It is the theme tune to Red Dwarf. Yes. Right. It is brilliant and so identifiable that dun 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 you know instantly you're going to be listening to the red dwarf theme um and then it's just i love that every series they clearly film the series first and then they make the intro because they take all the clips from that series some of the best clips and use them in that intro and it gives you a taste of what's going to be coming up in that series and it's just it's so high energy and so fun it puts you in a good mood before you've even started watching the show. So yeah, that's my number four. It's like it's just, comfort food. Like you hear the is. Red Wolf theme and you're just like, yeah, everything's going to be all right. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And that guitar solo. Yes. Ah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number four. Nice one. Nice one. Thank you. you? So uh, yeah, my uh, next one, I've kind of done this as a joke, uh, but at the same time, it's for real. Because I really like this. I really Go like on. this. Uh, it's it's Enterprise. <laughs> it's Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> you forgot we already talked about this. We're going to talk about this again, my friend. Star Trek Enterprise. Now, look, say what you want about that opening song. I, I particularly like it. Now, do I think it should be the intro music to a Star Trek show? Maybe not. Maybe not. But I like the song. I performed the song live at a gig. That's how much I like the song. And then no one was left at the end of the song. <laughs> no, they, no oh. they, people clapped because it was over. But, Pity. Uh, Pity claps. <laughs> but b- taking the music out of it, out of all of the Star Trek intros, I feel it actually tells the best story because it's showing you how we got to where we got to. It's showing you the first shuttle taking off. It's showing you, uh, like, Neil Armstrong and, you know, the first trip to the moon. And then it sort of fast-forwards, and then you see Zephyrin Cochrane's ship from First Contact. You see that. You're seeing the journey on how we got to the NX-01. And I think it's it's definitely got the, the you know, D- Discovery, I don't like the intro to Discovery. Picard, yeah, I don't really like the intro to Picard. The music in both of them is quite good, but the intro is just... Well, it's pretty, but doesn't tell a story. It, all it does is just show me pretty pictures. But the Enterprise intro actually shows you the evolution of how man becomes uh, a, 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 a player in the galaxy. <sighs> Matt, 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 Matt. What? Listen, I'll give you the visuals. Visually, <laughs> visually, 
love the Enterprise intro. I think the visual, you're right. It's, it's the whole, every, and every ship that's on there is a ship that was named Enterprise. Yeah. Um, even the ones that were, apart from Phoenix, obviously. Uh, but yeah, every ship on there is an Enterprise, which is really cool as well because it's showing the history of the Enterprise. I like that. <laughs> but I uh, know I agree with what you said last time is that if it was the ending credits theme over the intro, mm. then yeah, it probably would be loads better. But bearing in mind, I, I quite like the song. I can live with it. I don't mind it. So, you know, I've, I've even put it as number four. It's not even my number five. It's number four. I, I put it I know. that much this higher. I know. This, this is what I don't understand. You say, it's been a long road. It's like, oh, my God. I hear, as soon as Getting I hear that. from the other You know, like if, like, if I'm on Netflix, like, most of the time, I actually don't skip intros that often. If I'm watching Enterprise, skip intro. Like, it's oh. just, oh, dude. I just. <sighs> I like it. Please get some help. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, it's a decent choice. It's it visually, I give you that. It's yeah. a really, it's a good that's, choice. That's what sold it. As I was just like, I could say Enterprise because that would be really funny. And I was like, well, actually, the intro's not that bad when you look at like what 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 the story is trying to say with the with the intro. I was like, okay, I quite like it. I like the the sort of the sequence. But yeah. I, I, I get why people would completely disagree with me, but you know what? It's my Fantastic Five, not yours. <laughs> okay, okay, let's move on. All right. What's Which it? Number, number, number three. three. Number three, okay. So, keeping on the theme of iconic, because mm -hmm. um, I think, like, you know, an intro should be, it should, we've, we've talked about what we said, that it should tell you everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, the theme tune should be identifiable. This is your. This mm -hmm. is the theme tune. It should be overall. It should be iconic. You should know this series as soon as you hear it. So for me, my one it starts in such. And even if it didn't start on the t on the the three bars um, that it does start on, you would recognize it. It is the Simpsons. Yes. If even if you cut that out and you went straight to the. Do, 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 like you would know straight away yep right and i love it it's danny elfman's best work uh that theme tune like it's and it's very danny elfman it's very yeah. danny elfman it's the most danny like, elfman just, music since beetlejuice definitely yeah exactly and i love it it's so cheery and fun and a little bit madcap and everything that the simpsons is um so like music wise i just think it's so everyone knows it it's such a great tune but I really want to like what I really love as well is is visually that intro because that intro packs in everything that is The Simpsons into one. You're meeting the family for the first time, so you you're you're, you're meeting you, you start off uh, the first character you meet is Bart because that's what they thought The Simpsons would be all about would be Bart. Okay, so but you meet Bart and what's he doing? He's uh, he's writing on the chalkboard because he's been. Uh, he's been in detention after school so we automatically know he's a troublemaker mm -hmm. it then moves on and it's homer trying to leave work early so instantly we know that he's lazy and a bit of a slob then it moves on to uh is it yeah i remember the right order of it um do, 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 do. Is it my head also <laughs> just to say like it shows that homer is an incredibly sort of haphazard person because he's l l dealing with nuclear matter 
Yeah, and he walks out with a nuclear rod in yeah. his back without noticing yeah. it. And he knocks and he knocks over Lenny and Carl, who are trying to put up the accident sign as well. Right? We meet Marge and Maggie, and it's instantly we see the character Marge. She's like, "Where did I put my child?" She's all, she's, she's a bit ditzy herself, yeah. but she's re- ultimately relieved of her child. Um, we that you know we meet Lisa, who's like this you know the amazing musician who can just improv all this stuff. So we meet all of these things. Uh, all these all those characters are very well fleshed out in that intro we all you also actually know them and then of course we have the infamous couch gag yes. which changes if every single episode yes they reuse some couch gags but when you've done almost over 600 episodes you're going to have to reuse the couch gag once in a while right but even what's cooler is like um after quite a while after the uh, the simpsons movie they then revamp it so like because they they revamp the whole animation so they they, they go widescreen uh for the simpsons so they had to, they had to redo the entire intro because it was originally made for the 4-3 aspect ratio and all they did was that they just introduced more characters to make it even bigger suddenly you had the bullies were the ones cutting off the head of Jebediah Springfield falling onto Ralph because he's so uh, accident prone it changed the characters that Bart skateboards through so you've got uh, Apu and all his children and so and uh, Police Wiggum accidentally shooting into the you know and almost accidentally shooting himself and, all that. and it it just makes all these characters again brings new characters into it and makes them clear and then they do something really cool which is they start introducing guest artists do you know what couch gag intro i just recently watched in fact i watched it as recently as yesterday morning no go for it the rick and morty crossover i was, I was gonna guess that i was gonna guess it but i didn't want to steal it but yeah. i forgot about it it's so good it's brilliant is utterly brilliant. And I love it how they end it with the joke of Bart going, no more guest artists. <laughs> so yeah, ultimately, I think I, I love the Simpsons intro. It tells you everything about the characters and it is just a, it's so identifiable. It's great. It's great. And as you were saying, like the way it fleshes out the characters, even like Mr. Burns, who's in the background of Homer when he's in the plant and the yeah. thing that like the end of the day, yeah, yeah. he's checking his watch to be like, no, they can't be finished yet. Like he's that much, and it's telling you he's that kind of boss where he's just like, exactly. no, he shouldn't be allowed to go home yet. You know, yeah, it's yeah. great. Like tiny little details. It is no, it's probably one of the the, the best TV intros of all time. Yeah, there's there a reason why. It's and like that's and seasons. that's only my number three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's your number I three? I think actually it's got to 27 seasons purely on the strength of the intro alone. That's <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Just on the Banksy intro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go on, what's your number three? Uh, in the same vein, actually. A uh, bit of Matt Groening going on here. bit of Matt mm. Groening. My, my number three is Futurama. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Futurama. It's so good. It's be almost, still my beating heart. That music is almost <laughs> Christmassy, you know, with the bells and everything. It's just, there's again, it brings joy, that, that music. But again, it sets the tone of the world. It's showing you what the future is like. Uh, it doesn't. It, do, it doesn't do that thing. It's that's what's actually quite good about it. It doesn't show you all the individual characters. It's not like featuring Philip J. Fry and Zoidberg, and it's none of that. It's just here's the world. Here's what we travel around in the Planet Express ship. It always starts with a lovely one-liner gag. You know, that, yes. as it says, Futurama yeah, yeah, yeah. presented in stereo vision, and you know yeah, all of yeah, those yeah, sorts yeah, of things. Yeah. That was not one of the good gags, but yeah. uh, it, it, it has so many 
um, little details that you can just laugh at. And then also it does uh, a little um, clip of an old, like, old-timey cartoon that the Planet Express ship cl- uh, crashes into. But it's, it's, again, it's like, as you said, with Red Dwarf, you hear that theme tune and you just think joy and you're like, this next, this next 20 minutes is going to be great. You know, I liked as well is that when they did the uh, the four movies yes. uh, that they did, yeah, is that the uh, when they crashed into the, the TV screen, they they turned that into an extended sequence. Like yes. there was one, one of them was the um, it was the yellow submarine they ended up going into yes. stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, and I I like as well that there are some episodes where they actually it, them crashing into the screen direct, directly leads into the episode. Yes, no, as that was well. brilliant. That was brilliant. So, yeah, and one of them because uh, it goes into like a a, a jazz musical number, which is yeah. sung by Seth MacFarlane. Yes, it's so <laughs> it's good. It's great. It's absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. But yeah, Futurama definitely. That's my number three. Hundred percent. Brilliant shout. Love it. Love it. Your number two. Ah. Number two. Number two. I think we are going to stick with the animation. Um, yep. My number two is, um, oh, it's just that staple of Saturday morning cartoons when I was growing up. Um, and it's because it comes like the, the original theme really is a variant of, again, Danny Elfman. Uh, and it comes from, uh, you know, uh, 1989's Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. It is the intro to the Batman animated series. Nice. It is so good. Now, on a music level, it's brilliant. It's dark. It's mysterious. It's just that ending bit. You know, that do, 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 do. I love it. You know, it's just, it's just, it feels like Batman. And then, it, and then it's the bit that goes high energy in the middle um, where it's like, oh, it's kinetic and stuff is happening. And, yeah exactly i love that right and it's um and when you when you match it with the animation the intro the this is what i love about um because what they could have done is batman and they then they showed their the who's who of the rogue gallery yeah they could have had two-face and riddler and clayface and king shark and whatever they could have had all of them appear in and finish it off with the joker it could have been all of that but it wasn't it was batman foiling a bank robbery that's what it is yeah. we yeah. don't know what they were doing on a rooftop it, it was a bit weird <laughs> i know exactly but you had the explosion in the bank at the beginning the guys running out with all the money and stuff like that trying to escape and then batman takes them down it shows you that batman is like he's He's about justice and he's about stopping crime. He's not just about stopping these bigger than life characters. Like he is one of them. Um, But it's that his whole thing is about stopping crime in a crime ridden Gotham. Mm -hmm. And it's just wonderful. And that last shot of him on the rooftop with the lightning flash. Oh, and I want to say like you, um, you, when we did this last week, uh, you told me about the, um, the Arkham engine being used yes. to did you recreate it? it. I watched it. Wasn't it great? So good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It made me so happy. So the people recreated using the video game uh, of Arkham Knight, they recreated the animated series intro using the game footage and it's, brilliant it's so it good. made me so happy watching it so thank you very much for introducing no, me to that. even kevin conroy tweeted about it was like this is awesome <laughs> yeah no it was absolutely wicked um, um okay glad you saw that 
No, thank you. What is your number two? My number two is, uh, I, th- I think people will probably disagree with my number two, but it's... I mean, I think they disagreed with your number four, <laughs> mate, but uh, we won't go into that. <laughs> but my number two is, it's certainly, it's it's up there, probably in the top ten of my favourite shows that I've watched. Uh, and this show was, um, it, it's called Fringe. Uh, it's such a great show. The only reason why I started watching Fringe is because I knew it was the J.J. Abrams and... Um, uh, Roberta Walkie and uh, Alex Kirksman, who were the team that made the Star Trek reboot. So oh, they decided yeah. to make this, uh, this this science fiction show, which was sort of X Filesy, but kind of not. It was more to do with parallel universes than it was to do with aliens. Um, but it was just a great show. But the intro. It's again. It sets the tone. It's showing you that this is about weird science. It's showing you like um, you know, it looks like you know where they're like science experiments. There's like a handprint with six fingers. There's um, looks like you know experiments going on like equations, and it's all very sci-fi with really nice music. The music written by J.J. Abrams, by the way, um, which is great, uh, and the music's good. But it also they use the intro as a as a bit of a tool because some of the episodes as you go further down the series like season two onwards there are some episodes that are set in its parallel universe world so if you were watching an episode that was in the world that we started in the intro was in its usual light blue aesthetic but if you were starting in the parallel universe the color was red it's exactly Mm. the same intro just red instead of blue that's cool so it was a way of going just so you know, we're in this world today. And that was great. And ah. then sometimes they're doing a whole episode where it'd be flashbacking in the past and the music sounds like 80s retro and the intro, like the font for the writing was in like 80s retro style and everything was... So it's exactly the same intro, just more retro. But it's showing you going like, okay, now we're doing an episode showing you a bit of the past. Now we're showing yeah, you yeah, this yeah. episode. And it's, it's a great way of utilising the intro without changing it too much but having it part of the story mechanic. And I, I like that. I thought it was good. Cool. Good shout, man. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. I've not seen it myself, but now I... You've sold me just on the intro. <laughs> good, good. So uh, you'll have finished that and Westworld by next week, yeah? We can talk about Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we'll be talking about in uh, two weeks' time. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Here it comes. Bring it. You're number one. It had to be this. Of course it did. It had to be this. My number one is Star Trek's The Next Generation intro. Like, it's so iconic. It's so iconic. Let's be honest, man. Like, first of all, it's using Alexander Courage's brand new sort of, he used, he created for the motion picture, that music for the Enterprise, right? It's uh, the new theme, you know, retooled from that lovely, into like big brass, like proper power. You know what I mean? You, they went it Star gets, Wars on it, didn't they? <laughs> they did, but it really gets the sort of the grandeur that Star Trek tries to, uh, in, in, you know, convey in what it does and the idea that you're exploring space. Space is this huge thing. Like, it's, it's a massive thing that people can fly through space and have these adventures. What I, and I love that. So that mu- first of all, that music is so iconic. It's so well known. I would say it is as iconic as the original series music. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, no, no argument from me. There. And here's no, the thing: is like if you if you spoke to a non-fan on the street, they would they would if you played them the original series, they go that Star Trek. If you said next, you played the Next Generation, they go that Star Trek. If you played them Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, they wouldn't maybe know. Maybe not. I know Voyager did win an award. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, those. Those two, I think, are the ones that really entered the public consciousness, right? Uh, you know, the, that is Star Trek. So that's so music-wise, oh, brilliant. Visually, it's just so simple. It's just big shots of the Enterprise flying through space and the crew and the names of the actors coming to the screen. That's just simple, but it's the scale of it. Now the thing is, it's like you've gone from and you've gone from Star Trek, the first one, and the Enterprise was quite small in comparison. You know, it was big, obviously. Yeah, but no, it didn't have families living on it. Yeah, this went into huge, right? I mean, this is like, yeah, it was a city in space. It had a weather spoons. It had like, <laughs> it's it's. It was blue it was water. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's blue water in space, right? It's utterly ridiculous. Ridiculous! It's just this huge, huge ship. And I think the music more than that. So they use the music for the motion picture, but I actually think it suits the next generation better because it's so grand. And, you know, it's reflected in the, sh the, sh the shots of the ship. You know, you've obviously, it starts off with the planets and then it pans over and the ship just comes into view. And it's just like, the, the, you know, you know when Spaceballs takes the mick out of uh, Star Trek, yes. right? It's like, it just keeps going and going and going and going. It's just like that. And the, but it, it, it's so slow and you're like, oh my God. And it's building and it's building. And then suddenly it just warps off like that. And it takes off, the whole intro takes off and it's just flying past the screen as fast as it can. Um, which just changes, like, you, you go from being like, this ship is big and it's slow to, oh, my God, this ship can do anything. So that is, yeah, it's so iconic, and I love it on every single level. That's my number one. I, and it's a, it's, it's a great number one. Mm, nice so one. was Riker. <laughs> <laughs> no, so was the Pitbull in Picard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my heart. <laughs> So this was your Fantastic Five. Mm. It is only right that we hear your number one last. So my number one, uh, my number one with this, uh, actually is rather similar to one of your other picks. It's an animated show. It is X-Men, the animated series. Ah. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I mean, not even just that. Even that beginning bit just... And it's, it's so brilliant. It's so perfect. It's kind of cheesy, but that's let's be honest like x-men as a concept and the show itself it was cheesy it's again saturday it was morning very cartoon. 90s very, it's very 90s, 90s very like everything has to be an on-the-nose morality lesson you know it's it's all like that but that intro that intro is just epic uh, it, and actually i'm kind of going back on some things that i said because it does that thing of going here's jubilee here's cyclops here's gene <laughs> gray here's professor rex it gives you not just showing you the characters it puts their names in giant letters on the yeah, screen yeah yeah and very 90s letters very 90s letters again. but each time is like okay here are the characters these are their names these are their powers so yeah. it's a, it's utilizing it so because each episode there was a kind of arc going on there was some like two-parters and three-parters but mostly it were they were very episodic contained episodes so yes, you have yes. to have an intro where you can just sit down and go okay this person can do this this person can do this this person can do this i'm all caught up now i can watch the episode 
That's yeah. what the yeah. intro is good for. That's that's what works for it. But it again, it just looks amazing. I nearly, do you know, I ne- I nearly said something just then. I was like, I can't believe I nearly said that. I will sound like such a massive prick if I said it like that. And I'm going to say it now. Everything just looked really boss. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I never say that. And I nearly said it. So I just said it now. I don't know why. I was like, oh, yeah, it looked really boss. Why? Why would I say it like that? Anyway. Next you're going to say dank. (laughs) Uh, It's... But anyway, uh, it's re- all leading up to the whole intro, because uh, you, you're seeing classic things like the Sentinels, you're seeing Magneto, you're seeing all the people that we should be angry with. Uh, and, you know, as a show, it was very on point because the whole thing was essentially equal rights. That's a, like what the episode was. It was usually, on TV, it was usually about um, uh, sort of a race thing. It was sort of played like that. But in the comics, it was also like a gay thing as mm-hmm. well. Oh, yeah, it always represented the minorities, the minorities and the downtrodden, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you could see that, like, in the intro, because you could see, like, protesters and people saying, like, you know, uh, keep mutants away or whatever. I can't yeah, remember. yeah. But they had all of those things. But the best, like, as, as the intro ended, it culminated with the good guys on the left, the bad guys on the right, chasing after, like, running into each other like an epic battle. And it, it, it's just great. It's, it, yeah. it's just like, this, this is a comic book come to life. Yeah. And I love it. Absolutely. Great shout, man. I My Saturday mornings were made up of that and Batman animes. Oh, we had a great childhood. Our childhoods <laughs> were boss. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think I'm going to call it there on the Fantastic Fives. <laughs> <laughs> when your brain is in a twist, because you've got to make a list of the best things of all time or the worst things we can find. Uh, good selection, my friend. Thank you. Safe and to you. Four, four very good selections. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> and that's the end of that episode. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I'll start again. I just sort of like, I like, do you know when like, um, like, uh, there's a re- it's, it, it just reminded me of that um, the 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 whole the Simpsons episode where Homer becomes like uh, there's a, a cop show. Yes. That that there's a character named Homer Simpson Ooh. on it, and he has the um, he has the catchphrase, and that's the end of that chapter. And as soon as I said it, I was like, oh god, I've <laughs> just become a catchphrase. <laughs> Could do it. Uh, okay, cool. And that's this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we had recording it. It was great fun. Uh, if you did, if you did enjoy it, please hit subscribe, share it, uh, and of course, please, please, please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Yes, and also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep up to date with everything that we're doing. You can support us on Patreon. You know, we've got lots of things that we want to share for you, like. For instance, a lost episode. <gasps> deleted episodes, deleted conversations. You can find all of this if you subscribe to our Patreon. Now, if you want to go to our Patreon, it'll be in the description for this podcast, as well as all the links for our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You just have to look at the description or just Google the Geekatorium, please. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna, if, if you've got, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna make it really easy for you, all of you right now. Put this on loudspeaker. Have you got a loudspeaker? I'll give you a second. Okay, you ready? 
Hey Siri, search for the Geekatorium. Wait, hang on a second. Okay, Google, find the Geekatorium. There you go. We've done it for you. Alexa, made it find e the Geekatorium. <laughs> Excellent. So, thanks again, folks. Uh, we'll we'll be back next week. See you soon. Bye.